Ah, we know a fun way to start this morning. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. Before we start the food dude, uh, just a heads up. Uh, yeah. PSL, pumpkin spice latte is now available at... Uh, Everywhere. Starbucks. But Starbucks, case, too. In case you missed the uh, newsletter that there. That was yesterday. Yeah. They also launched a cold brew pumpkin spice this year. Mm-hmm. And some uh, some of the pastries. They have some pumpkin pastries yeah. already. Man, that's really early this year, huh? It's the Isn't earliest it? in, uh, in their 17-year history. It's the earliest. Yeah. But they were still beaten by Duncan last week. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Kentucky Fried Chicken is dropping their slogan they've used for 64 years, finger licking good. Yes. Anybody want to guess why? Yeah. Pandemic. That's right. That and and they're, not, they're not dropping it as in we're never using it again. We're just, they're going to put it aside right now because it's not right. Good. Because that's that slogan is so good. You can never lose that. Yeah. It's just so good. Well, they still also have 11 herbs and spices. It's something mm-hmm. else. It's something that everybody's done. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's something everyone can relate to whether if you've never even had kentucky fried chicken you know what finger looking good is mm-hmm. so maybe elbow sneezing good would be a no. good alternate uh, that's not very appetizing does uh, it? mickey Gross. d's Gross. is uh, next month mcdonald's is going to come out with spicy chicken nuggets first time they've ever done that you okay. know and it's going to have like cayenne and chili peppers mixed in there and it's also going to come with a new sauce, the Mighty Hot Sauce. Murphy, you and I should avoid this one. Yeah, yeah it sounds like that. I'm, it's amazing to me. Poor babies. There, is a, there has been a fascination for years with everything being hot. Now, mm-hmm. what is the... Hot is nice. Flaming yeah. hot every chip is... Well, I don't need flaming hot, but I love mm-hmm. spicy stuff. I like it. Yeah. I like my food to actually I, kick. I, I like spice. I just don't no, like don't. discomfort. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't like any spice, Murphy. I do. Let's I, just be honest. I, I do like mild red pepper. Black pepper is a bitter problem I for know, me. And, you know, it's still, it's... Domino's has added two new pizzas. Apparently, everybody's getting sick of ordering the same thing over and over during COVID. Okay. okay. What are they uh, Cheeseburger pizza and a chicken taco pizza. Mm, They're going to be so limited good. time only, but you can get both of those. Oh, uh, cheeseburger. man. The only thing Sounds the cheeseburger, like Friday night. Get both. Cheeseburger pizza doesn't have uh, pickles on it. That's the only thing I know. You can add that at home. Yeah. Well, but Sam doesn't like pickles, so that works for you. (laughs) My spokesperson over here. (laughs) Uh, And finally, Little Caesars, they're launching a 50-50 pizza. Half of it is pepperoni. The other half is cheese sticks. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So you can get everything in once. Sounds like Friday night to me. Sounds like a party. Thank you, food dude. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. All the way next, I got to let you know some good news and bad news. My teenage daughter got a job. Yeah. Shout out. That's already causing a problem, though, at the house. Well, now I'm, uh, most of my kids are now gainfully employed. Yay, Sam. The only one on the uh, outs is Parker. On the outs. Meaning he doesn't have a on, job. He's focused <clears throat> on school, I guess. Not well, no, no. He wants a job, but he... he there's a, okay. What happened? Parker and Maddie Parker applied... Parker applied for a drugstore, a local drugstore around the corner from their house. Okay. Nice. As a um, stock boy, you know, whatever. Whatever. First Uh, job, what they need. And it's been a few weeks. And Maddie, you know, was hemming and hawing about applying, so she went and applied for a cashier job at the same place. Oh, well, that's cool. Instantly, boom, they hire Maddie. You want the job, they need cashiers. Okay. And so, of course, she goes home and tells Parker, hey, I walked in and I got a job. (laughs) <laughs> right, and and the th- the funny thing about it, or the irony, is that she didn't really she didn't she really, really want, want a job, and she's like, yeah, okay, well, she said she just did it because her mom kept telling her you need to get a job. Well, it is true. <clears throat> she needs some. Yeah. It's it's you know whether a kid wants a first job or not, it's a great experience, and yeah. she might find that she likes having her own money. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, she's going to start after Labor Day as a nice. cashier, mm-hmm. but Parker's. He's upset. He's upset because they didn't choose him or they didn't pick him. But well, it's like it's can, a total different set of 
skills and it's a total different job but can he go apply for a cashier job they no. must need them no but maddie, can't double said, apply? maddie says this place all the girls are cashiers <laughs> and the boys are stock boys okay and which is shouldn't matter but the irony of that or the funny thing about that is it's the same thing where jackson works the grocery store all the girls cashier and the boys well, that's got to be coincidental though all right you no know? if you think about it Put yourself in a grocery store, in the local grocery store. Yeah. Sometimes that's Stock the way it boy. brings so, it down, breaks it down. Has Parker called to see what's going on? Uh, he either? was going to march himself over there and <clears throat> find out, number one, did they lose his application Aww. at 15 years old? Asked to speak to the manager. <laughs> well, if he does it correctly, he'll make an impression. If he does I know, it, and if need be, fill out another application. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, you probably shouldn't start with, excuse me, did you guys lose my application? <laughs> I'd like really? to speak to a manager. <laughs> my sister got a job and I didn't. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The new version of Stephen King's The Stand now has a premiere date. And I will say this, there are lots of Stephen King fans and fanatics mm-hmm. who say that's his best work ever that that's his masterpiece is this was and this I've never meant read it. for the theater or is this meant for tv it's for t- it's cbs all access ah, limited okay. series but it's big names okay whoopi goldberg yeah. and wait for it ladies alexander skarsgård oh wow yeah baby okay and some other big names okay um let me find them for you amber so, heard heather graham greg kinnear huh. it's a yeah, big those are big names so today, to date, that has only been in a book form. It's never been on the screen. Oh, no, no, it's, it's been on been? TV. I think, I think they, yeah. they did it. Molly TV. Ringwald was in it. In the 90s, they yeah. did one. Uh, it's always a limited oh, series. Oh, that's right. Okay. It's a 40-year-old masterpiece about, you know, the, the devil. it's post-apocalyptic, a group of survivors after a global pandemic knocks out the population. That'll and, never happen. And, well, knocks out the... Anyway... Stephen King this time around has added something for them, for the screen, that he wanted to add for years to the book but couldn't. So um, we have the date. It will debut on CBS All Access Thursday, December 17th. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, you were telling us about your daughter Maddie's first job. That's right. Paul's got a first job story next at 877-310-4MSJ. So, Sam's daughter, Maddie, has got a job now. Yeah. Cashier, yeah, right. baby. Know, summer jobs, those always you know spur calls. And so, uh, Paul's calling us, 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Paul? First jobs. Uh, my first job was pushing carts at Walmart. Oh, whoa. Outside, like you go out and get all the carts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was all it was all downhill. So, when you got downhill, you had to push them all uphill. Uh-huh. And, and now I have massive... Now I have massive calf muscles, so <laughs> it was it was also a great workout experience for me. Did yeah. you have one of those uh, carts that they use to collect them all? Oh uh, yeah, I've, I've seen that a couple years back when they come out. I was so mad because you know <laughs> you like had to do it yourself. Yeah. I, I was pushing forty or fifty buggies at a time up a hill. Wow! And, and now they're just using a remote control, and I was like shaking my head. Just, yeah. yeah. Back in my day, kids, we had to do that manually. So let me ask you this. Was there ever a time when you had all the carts and you could go, "Woo, take a breather," or is it constant? It was at Walmart, so it was constant. It was just every time you turned around, there was buggies somewhere. So, mm-hmm. and you, you wouldn't believe, you know, I, I found buggies sometimes don't have stuff in it. You know, you take it inside and let them know. And, oh yeah. 
hopefully they come back and get it. Yeah, yeah. it makes me crazy when there's trash in a buggy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, we had to clean that out all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, and that's a first job. Like, that's a working for your Mm -hmm. money. I I did that my junior year in high school, and then worked worked after school and and in the summer. That's right. Yeah, great exercise, too. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Paul. Yeah. You you will never forget your first job, no matter what. Even if you hate your first job, (laughs) you will never forget it, and you will learn so much about yourself from it, right? You know what I learned from my first job about myself? When I worked at McDonald's, it was my first job. I was 16 years old. That's where I learned, Murphy, that I care about time. I don't like be late. Yeah. I didn't like to be late for my shift ever. Good. That's good. The managers are what, especially yeah. the new girl, you can't yeah. be late. Right. And I got into like arguments with my friends over, I have to go to work. Really? Well, and a boyfriend too, once. Oh, we love hearing from you. Thanks, Paul. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Sam has music news. And today it's Christmas in August. Ho, ho, ho. An early holiday treat for you from Dolly Parton. Sam's got music news. Promised you some Christmas in August, so let's get in the mood. Hey. Hey. Okay. Uh, that's you, not the Christmas I had in mind. I, I, I told you that Dolly Parton's going to be having a Christmas album come out this year. Something uh, to uh, add to Hard Candy Christmas. A uh, Holly Dolly Christmas. <laughs> that is so uh, good. cute. And it's going to be a mix of, obviously, of cover songs and some new stuff. And there's going to be uh, duets with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus and Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And Willie Nelson and Michael Bublé. But Willie. she's uh, also, awesome. yeah, she's doing pretty paper with Willie. She's already released, uh, so we can hear it and see what we're looking. We're going to be uh, getting "Mary Did You Know." That's going to be on the album. Mary, did you know? I know you love this one, Jody. That your baby boy. I love Dolly, and you know her voice sounds really strong still. It does. Mm-hmm. It really does. Oh, she's an angel. <laughs> so that will be out uh, October. I think it's October. The, yeah, October the second is when that Christmas album comes out. Early. But Speaking yeah. of Christmas, the Goo Goo Dolls are putting out a Christmas album. Well, this isn't one of the songs, by the right. way. Uh, it's Christmas odd. all over. That's odd. Yes, yeah, their first one they've ever done. Uh, October 30th is when that one will hit. Okay. And they plan on doing some virtual concerts around the holidays so they can share some of the music. Okay. So it'll be fun to get a little odd. rocky Christmas in there. This weekend, we've got the uh, VMAs, the MTV VMAs that are going to hit on Sunday. Um, big performances by Ariana Grande with Lady Gaga, but... Right now, it's starting today, you can go online and pick the song of the summer. So do you want to pick the song of the summer, Jody? Sure. Give me the uh, options. Uh, here's one option. Harry. Harry, there's like Harry Styles. about 15 different songs that are up there. That's a good one. Watermelon Sugar's up there. Uh, Doja Cat's up there as well. Taylor Swift's Cardigan yeah. is, is in the running. That's a tough, uh, tough category. And uh, The weekend's Blinding Lights. It's a very 80s retro sound. I know. I you know. love this song. When yeah. I first heard it, I was like, wow, it's 80s. Yeah. So that's my vote for the weekend. But okay. you can go on the MTV site and pick your song of the summer now. And that's Sunday night? Sunday virtually. night on MTV. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Come hang out later after the show. Got another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast later today. Um, okay, so Murphy, you're really good at breaking down the 
I don't know what it's called. The generations, the the groups like Gen X, Gen Z. Oh, you Z. mean like the labeling? Only yeah, I've, I've, I've just you know had, it. I, well, it's because I've had to go back and reference it so many times. It's it's used so heavily in the media. Okay. Yeah, so the baby boomers are the ones that were born in World War II through the mid-1960s. I'm just going to yeah, use rough numbers. Boomers, okay. Gen X is basically mid-60s through very early 1980s. Mm-hmm. Gen Y, also known as millennials, millennials, is basically early 80s through the late 90s. See, you know this. Yeah, and then uh, Gen Z would be very late 90s, almost right at 2000 to kind of the present. Hmm. Our kids. Our girls. Okay, so our girls are Gen Z. And I read this thing about Gen Z and I thought, oh my gosh, it is true. Although I'm not going to talk to them about it. Gen Zers... When it comes to punctuation, especially with communication, if you're oh. e- if you're emailing them or you're texting them, they they see a period, which is just punctuation. It's English language stuff. Yeah, they see punctuation as offensive. It's like, a problem. A period is a is anger. It's like no, it's not. That's the end of a sentence. No, I um, I had Jackson ask me one time, why do you put question marks on your texts? <laughs> It's like, because like, it's I'm punctuation. Asking, I'm asking a question. Yeah. And I noticed, after that, I noticed, they don't, they just, they don't a use any punctuation. It's just, We've been also told that the dot, 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 which I use, because it's like, what are you going to do here? What do you think about this dot, 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 that that's offensive? And it's like, no, it's just punctuation. Well, I think that that I one is, that one is read as like, uh, what are you thinking? I mean, kind of like a uh, duh or whatever. I mean, it's kind of, that's, that's the, <laughs> that's the, the triple dot thing as I understand it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Bailey, do you use per, uh, punctuation? Uh, I know you're not technically you're Gen not Z. Gen, you're not Gen Z. Right. But exactly. I don't, I probably don't use punctuation as often as I should. Yeah. Being the, being it, the kid of teachers right but it is probably because of that thing like it's it, you feel like it adds yeah to emotion? use fancy language it seems like an escalation of finality but see does it really yeah. oh my gosh you know? see to I me know. for taylor and phoebe for our girls they're so casual their life is so casual their communication is so casual right that the punctuation makes it too formal it's so authoritative as, as long as they're not offended by it because it's wow. like don't be offended by punctuation <laughs> yeah. really it's just part of language yeah i got an emoji that can offend you yeah it's not the apocalypse it's the end of a sentence <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So at the beginning of the pandemic, everybody's wiping down everything, including groceries. What you don't have to wipe down anymore and what you still should next. Call us or text us 877-310-4MSJ or uh, you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, a number of different ways to reach out to us. I'm going to hit you with the little behind the scenes, everybody. Okay. Every day when we get into the studio together, Sam gets to work in his very Eeyore way and doesn't talk to anybody for 30 minutes. I get in here, hello, how's everybody? And then Murphy lands in here and wipes down the console, the mouse, everything, the keyboards. The console, by the way, is the thing with the knobs and the blinking lights that we oh, use. Yeah, I'm to, sorry. Yeah. The, the radio with. console. Yep. Um, the board. The radio thingy. <clears throat> and if you're watching on the YouTube channel, I'm going to hold up the non-branded version of the wipes. that we, you know. They smell nice. I love them. Yeah. Wipes. They smell like baby. Yeah, they do. <sighs> oh, that Better cherish those because once they're gone, scent of a baby. you probably can't okay. find them. Okay, so, but in the beginning of the pandemic, everybody was wiping down everything. People were wiping down groceries with bleach. You were wiping down doorknobs. You were wiping down packages that came to the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you really a didn't know, were. like, how long does this thing live okay. on it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So CDC says, look, you don't have to go that far anymore. It's not like this stuff can live on services for very long. So unless you're rubbing down a, a package and you're licking your hands, you're not going to do, you know, you're not going to do anything to yourself. 
Not recommended, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would want to open a package like that. <laughs> Murphy, you will love this, though. What right. you should still be wiping down just to be careful, according to infectious disease experts. You're Rudy? You're Fauci. ready? Huh? Fauci? <laughs> no, just other ones. On digital screens and surfaces. Mm-hmm. Yes. Computer I'm... keyboards, the mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot to wipe the mouse this morning. Yeah, get, get on I that. got the keyboard, but didn't do the mouse. Here's Thank one you. I haven't done, but this was always true. Cell phone screens. Yeah. It, think about all the things you touch all day, and then you put it up to your face, and you put it up to your... Well, I thought that's what you meant when you said digital screens. Oh, I... I I mean, laptop for that, but whatever. Or tablets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And your home's main doorknob, wipe it down, and high-touch areas in your car. What about the uh, remote controls at home? That's a high-touch item, then yes. Except you're the only one touching it right now, right, Sam? Loser! (laughs) Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. So Tim Allen and Richard Karn are getting back together, but it's not for tool time, but it is something that the dudes, you're going to like. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I'm going to take you back in time to a show called, a little show called, Home Improvement. I'd like to seize my fish, a little dill. Pull the tinfoil around it, set it on the top shelf in the dishwasher. Making sure to hit the dry cycle, and in 25 minutes... Tim Allen and Richard Karn, they're getting back together for a new show. Not Home Improvement. But not Home Improvement, not comedy, really. Actually, it's an upcoming History Channel competition series called assembly required that's the working title they're going to go across the country and you go to ikea stores no, <laughs> go into people's homes and garages and help and and it's like a competition of you this is broken let's it rebuild together. it yeah. let's make it even better you know tim allen's quote on this was really interesting you guys have talked about this over and over that we're in a throwaway society you break something you buy it it breaks you replace yeah. it rinse repeat he's like whatever happened to repairing and rebuilding you know and there's a sense of pride that comes from rebuilding something of your own. Oh, yeah. And so that's... As long as you do it right. That that's, This show sounds to me like something that could be really accepted, embraced, and loved. And oh, wow, for a whole new generation. Man, you can put that one right after American Pickers. You find the thing and they and fix it. And you rebuild it. it. Right. Yeah, look for it on the History Channel coming soon. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up from our Facebook page, a word or two from you about... Being a single parent and doing it correctly. All right, give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or hit us up on social media, on Facebook or Instagram. You'll always know when we go live. That's a lot of fun. I like connecting with you that way. We do. Um, To our Facebook page, private message from Carla. Heard you guys talking about the rules for divorced parents. That was good. You know, the rules meaning don't ever throw the other one under the bus. Don't talk bad about the other one. Right, Sam? Yes. (laughs) Carla says, it goes on to read, I'm a child of divorce. And one of the things my parents did that made it a lot easier on me is never asking me to decide between them. I knew when I was spending holidays with I knew I was spending holidays with each year and they never um, made me feel awkward about choosing which parent to be with. They didn't want to hurt each other's feelings. Mm-hmm. So That's thank good. you, Carla. That raises um, a healthy child when that, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were, they were divorcing when I was a teenager. Um, not long before my father passed away. They were divorcing when I was 15. And I remember, you know, you always assume that, and, and for the most part, probably 90 something percent of children don't want 
right. their parents to not be together. It's almost natural for you to want your parents to be together. But I do remember that time, and I remember watching them and just sort of observing it all and had been living with them for 15 years. I remember at one point having that moment in my brain. I never said it to either one of them, but thinking that this is going to be better for both of them. I remember having that moment. Yeah. And they never put you in the middle of any of that, right? I didn't say that. <laughs> no. There were okay. times. They didn't mean to, but there was, when I would spend time with my dad, he would talk about my mom and ask me about my mom. And it was very, I, it was yeah. in the thick of it. And then my mom would, you know, my mom, she, she would throw out some quips. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she would. So <laughs> they did their best. And they loved uh, no. us. Of course. It is. Well, look, it Let's is. Talk about there's, Sam. There's so no, much, no, no, there's, no, no. There's no. so much pain and emotion wrapped up in that. It, it is that's painful. That's very, very difficult to filter through. I get that, you know? It's like a living it, death. It kind of reminds me of, you know, when Sam's exes were asking us to take sides, you know? <laughs> nope, not taking any that sides. That was also like a living death. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Carla. We love hearing from you on Facebook and the gram. Oh. Three things to know today. Let's get right to it. Her name is Laura. Hurricane Laura churning in the Gulf of Mexico, strengthened overnight and expected to make landfall tonight. Even stronger. Even stronger between Texas and Louisiana. And by the time it lands, could be a Category 4, which is a serious hurricane. Mm -hmm. Flooding, tornadoes, storm surge up to 11 feet. Evacuations are in place. So definitely one to watch today, tonight. Uh, Number two, the Republican National Convention broke tradition a little bit last night when Melania spoke from the recently renovated Rose Garden at the White House. And by the way, it was interesting to me that one of the things you read about the next morning is that what she was wearing, like a military style inspired Mm -hmm. dress. The same thing with Michelle Obama. Like, let's talk about her necklace the day after. (laughs) (laughs) What did she have to say? I don't know. But did you see the necklace? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Mike Pence uh, expected to, well, headline that convention tonight yeah and then trump will be tomorrow night. on thursday night exactly yeah. okay and so number three the girl scouts getting a new uniform oh they're ditching the lane the, the the old dress and the one that made them look like a 1970s flight attendant mm-hmm. <laughs> according to some in fashion and they're getting uh, a new they keep the sash but they're getting yeah. black leggings a soft beige vest and a pocket big enough to hold an iphone well you got to have the sash to put all the uh the, the, the patches, um, patches on. on yeah three things for you to know today So we were saying earlier that at the beginning of the pandemic, everybody was wiping down everything, like groceries. Like my best friend was wiping down groceries with like a bleach mixture every time yeah, they I, were I delivered mean, to her house. I, I know that there were so many unknowns in up. the beginning. And now that we're, you know, seven, almost seven months into this now, <gasps> it, at least we know more. But yeah, in the beginning, we did, you and I didn't take it quite that far, but we were certainly very cautious. I was super cautious at gas pumps and i still am today mm-hmm. but i was like i think i was a little over the top yeah. at the beginning you they're know? saying now you don't have to wipe down packages you don't have to wipe down groceries you don't have to you can of course if it makes you feel better yeah, right. you, should. you should anything. do what makes you feel right but um what you should wipe down is the kind of stuff that murphy wipes down on the daily <laughs> here when you first arrive it's like your the keyboard the screens yeah. the computer mouse those things i guess high touch items and your phone you should be sanitizing mm-hmm every day we have that uh phone soap thing yeah we do the electronic uv light or whatever it is we throw in there i haven't done that one in a couple of weeks i had i started using that like right after again yeah 
and you know you leave it in there for 10 minutes the uv lights kill all the nasties Mm -hmm. and and i love that what's weird about that is you also still want to wipe it down afterwards because it kills it but any of the things that are on the phone surface you still want to wipe off oh, you know what i mean it still I looks that. well no i mean just saying it just still looks dirty it doesn't oh, oh, it doesn't I see. Clean, it clean your phone germs are gone but the dirt's still there correct <laughs> right what? the thing the thing about that 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 the soap is i like if I'm cleaning something, I like to see, you know, a changed. Yes. And with that stuff, you, you just trust throw it in there in the light, 10 minutes, bzz, everything's dead. And so it's you're like, like likely to think it's not real. Yeah. It's That's like, my point. You don't see yeah. it. Clean. Yeah. Right. You got to trust. Got to trust. I'm just laughing, Murphy, because you remember the time you accidentally got pizza on your phone? No. Yes. We, had, we were eating at a pizza joint. And you accidentally got pizza on your phone. And then for days after, you were so mad because you kept smelling pizza. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh that's right. pizza smell? It was the pizza was and the grease phone. from the pizza. That's yeah, you're the right. example of yeah. stuff that gets on your phone, yeah, stays right. on your phone, whether you can see it or not. Yeah. So maybe it's a good habit to, <laughs> to get into yep. now that you've learned about cleaning things because of COVID, mm-hmm. that that should stick, pardon yeah. the pun. It but should I'd, stick in your in our lives. I'd be tempted to leave a pizza smell on my phone. Gr- mm. No, no you wouldn't. That drove me crazy after about three days. <laughs> hey, Murphy, last week you were telling us about having your little tiny patty pie. Yeah, Jody picked up a few of those from for me. I, I, yeah. I yeah. saw it at Walmart, so I figured, well, if Murphy was raving about it, I'd buy one. Murphy I, thinks this is the greatest dessert ever. Ever, Patty LaBelle. Ever since the Patty Pie guy, I mean, that's what I call him. I always forget his name. It, so this is about like five years ago that he did his little viral video on it. This is the on my own. Why did it end this way? <laughs> I love him too. Yeah, I need it, him it, in my yeah, life. I got the little sweet potato pie. Yeah. Right. It, now they sell the bigger pies. Oh, I know. And they sell cobblers, I want to say. Yeah, and yeah, Patty LaBelle has always been known for her singing, her beauty, I think, and her food. Mm-hmm. She's a cook, baby. Yeah. And so... It's delicious. Yeah, isn't it had it? a bit, and, and did you? I actually, you know, Murphy kept ringing through my head, only eat half, only eat half. Oh, you bought only the little one. Yeah, so I ate half. Spent a buck and bought the little one. I ate half, and then I'm saved, saved the other half for today. Good for you. Oh, good for See, you did better than me, because I, I saved half, but it was only separated by hours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if I bought the big pie? I haven't ever bought the oh, big pie. Yeah, yeah that's why you I know what? It. When the holidays get here, that's cool, but like for now, uh, I'll eat too much of it. You know, I mean, and those things make. And this is not an. Ad, I swear, this is not, not an ad for for this. It just did that first time. He cracked me up. I love him. And when he takes that bite and he goes, mm, mm, that's that is the way that I react. The, the I sweet potato pie is just so. I know. Good. I know. A couple of things. Have you ever made sweet potato pie? Yeah. Okay, me too. You know why that one's so good? It probably has triple the amount of sugar oh, that you would no, use. You were going to say preservatives. Well, that too, probably. But there is a lot of sugar in that. Mm-hmm. For sweet potatoes to taste <laughs> like that, that's a lot of sugar and, and so, egg. You know, and that is a happy flavor to me. It's a holiday flavor. It is. It's happy. That's why pumpkin spice is also it's, hot. So maybe that's the Got maybe the that's feeling. the whole thing. The way that this year has been taking a bite <laughs> one of those it makes me happy. That's you know, the definition know, of comfort Jody, food. Jody made green bean casserole the other night with dinner. Oh, it's not the holiday season. It doesn't he lost matter. His mind. I, I, that makes me so happy. I can't tell you. It's little things. That's what comfort food is. That's yeah. what you're describing. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The new version of Stephen King's The Stand now has a premiere date. And I will say this. There are lots of Stephen King 
fa- fans and fanatics mm-hmm. who say that's his best work ever. That that's his masterpiece. Is this was and this I've never meant read it. for the theater? Or is this meant for TV? It's for t- it's CBS All Access ah, Limited okay. series, but it's big names, okay? Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. and wait for it, ladies, Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah, baby. Okay, and some other big names, okay? Um, let me find them for you: Amber so, Heard, Heather Graham, Greg Kinnear. Huh. It's a yeah, big- those are big names. So today, to date, that has only been. In a book form, it's never been on the screen. Oh, no, no, it's, it's been on been? TV. I think, I think they, yeah. they did it. Molly TV. Ringwald was in it. In the 90s, they yeah. did one. Uh, it's always a limited oh, series. Oh, that's right. Okay. It's a 40-year-old masterpiece about, you know, the, the devil. It's, it's post-apocalyptic, a group of survivors after a global pandemic knocks out the population. That'll and, never happen. And, well, knocks out the... Anyway, Stephen King this time around has added something for them, for the screen that he wanted to add for years to the book, but couldn't. Oh. So um, we have the date. It will debut on CBS All Access Thursday, December 17th. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I have a friend who is a teacher. I have quite a few friends who are teachers, but one of them I ran into the other day, Susan. Yeah. And I was asking her how it was going, and she said virtual school. She's doing a lot of virtual mm-hmm. teaching. She said it's so much harder than being in the classroom with the students. And I had thought so much about the students and so much about my kid and how she was going to do, how Phoebe was going to do with this, and Taylor too, that I didn't think of that on the flip side, what it must be like for teachers who are used to being in a classroom. Yeah. And being able to see faces and read someone's emotion or, you know, just be, there's so much to be said for being in person for anything. And so, um, and my friend Susan was saying it's so much harder, even just getting ready, getting the lesson plans ready is so much more difficult for her. Because feeling kind of detached by not being? No, she said something about you, if you had a super busy day and you didn't have a ton of planning time, you could somehow teach what you're supposed to teach, but you have to be 110% ready online ahead of time, she said. So the lesson planning is even so much more. And then you get in the classroom and you don't have as much real interaction, which is a big part of teaching for her anyway. Um, So we asked asked on our Facebook page, you know, for teachers, is it really hard for you virtually? What are you dealing with? Lisa said, I'm teaching in person and virtually. Accommodating the technology is time consuming. Yeah. Since I teach younger students, I need to be 100% present in the room. I don't typically stand in one spot while teaching. This isn't impossible, but it is uncomfortable and time consuming, Hmm. meaning virtual. It's not impossible, but it's harder for her. Um, Juan said, I think students not turning on their cameras makes virtual teaching way difficult. In the classroom, you see them, and if they're falling asleep or being, <laughs> or being distracted, you can do something about it. Behind a computer, you have no clue what's going on, and it's difficult to do anything about yeah, it. You don't even know if they're sitting there. Truly. Could have signed on and walked away. And I'll tell you something else. I would think that that's encouraged in most cases, though, that the camera t- needs to be turned on. Yeah, yeah I don't mm-hmm. think they can make them, though. I don't know. Um, I do know... From one certain sophomore that we know, Murphy, that when she has a virtual class with a friend who also has the same virtual class, they'll be texting each other back and forth about it during class. Are they oh, have, really? Hmm. You well, think? That's, that's like talking in class. Yeah. Exactly, but they can do it. That's because just it's like virtual. we do during the Teams calls. That's right, Sam. <laughs> 
Sometimes we'll miss a call from you, or sometimes you call later in the day, which is awesome when you leave a voicemail, because we like to stay connected around the clock, as you know, so we'll check those now. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hey, guys. This is Leanne. I love your show. I listen to it every morning on my way to work. Thank you. This is basically for Sam Mm -hmm. on his pumpkin um, spice stuff, the rant he was having over it. I can't stand it either. (laughs) But last year, the Greenies Corporation that does the Greenie dog treats had pumpkin spice greenies. Mm. And I'm still laughing about it to this day. Aww. But anyway, enjoy your show. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Leanne. What's well, the, the point of doing this to dogs, For the too. discerning dog palate. Pumpkin is actually good for dogs. Yes. Mm. It's it's one of the ingredients in that stuff we give them called Glandax that helps them, you know, not, not drag their booties across, across yeah. the... Right. Well, and you know, it, just like humans, you know, when the holidays get closer, they crave pumpkin spice. Right? Yeah, covered <sighs> dog food. Thank you, Leanne. Call us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. And you're probably wondering, is it really possible to have more fun than we already had this morning? Legally? <laughs> of course. Uh, it, we will do that after the show. Another Murphy, Sam & Jody after the show podcast. Uh, Just Google the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast and hang out with us later today.